to Dungeons and Magi, where we open our handbooks, open our minds, and more importantly, we roll the damn dice. As always, I'm your Grand Magus Cade, or you may call me the Viking GM. We are still so excited to be here with the new campaign. This is now episode three with a brand new system, Magi Mysterium. And speaking of that, we still have our Kickstarter. Our Kickstarter is live. Um, you can search it, Magi Mysterium, on Kickstarter, um, or follow the links on our website. Uh, but I just kind of want to read you guys, do a little something different, and read you what's on the back of the book. A little ex- explanation of Magi Mysterium. Step into the world of Magi Mysterium, where magic crackles in the air and mysteries lurk in every shadow. In this land of infinite possibilities, your journey is crafted by your choices. Will you master the arcane, wield unparalleled physical prowess or hone skills that defy categorization? Unravel the secrets of magic, a unique gaming system that seamlessly blends skill-based development with dice-driven chance. Here, your armor isn't just steel, it's your skill. Your power isn't merely your spellbook, it's your mastery over the forces that shape the universe. Whether you're a battle-hardened warrior, a cunning rogue, or a sage of the mystical arts, (coughs) the path to glory, or ruin, is yours to walk. In Magi Mysterium, the only limit is your imagination. So, I highly suggest you guys check it out. Check out the Kickstarter. We did link some play footage um, of the system in there. We are currently working with a graphic artist to create some of the pieces in here. Um, There are some races that we have in here, some brand new custom races that we have developed, um, going all the way through the role system, how each of the inhabitants work, and all of the brand new spells and brand new classes that are custom made just for this system. Um, All the money that goes to the Kickstarter is going to help pay the artist to give us brand new material for this, as well as get this thing set up, order some of our books, and just make this as good as we can. So please, please, please check out our Kickstarter. Um, Consider donating to it, you can purchase on the low end, you can just purchase the PDF if you don't want or have the money for the physical copy. Uh, for $20, you can, uh, 25 you can donate $25 and you can get the PDF, or $45, another $20 and you get the hardcover. Um, so the first book published by Raven School Press, our new, our new uh, publishing company. So... Please check that out. The Kickstarter ends March 14th, I believe. Yes. So, please check that out. We would be eternally grateful. Um, either way, even if the Kickstarter doesn't launch on its own, the book's still coming out. It's just going to take us a little bit longer. So, if you guys want it sooner, shout out the Kickstarter, throw it up everywhere, advertise it everywhere for us, and we can get it out to you as soon as the end of this year. 
Um, otherwise, honestly, we'll probably have to wait till next year for it to fully be out. But with that, next is Elliot with our socials and some store info. We are live on Twitch and YouTube every Sunday at 6 p.m. EST, but we will be taking the last Sunday of each month off to work on other projects. Our website is back and better than ever. You can find it at www.dammediallc.com. That is D-A-M-E-D-I-A-L-L-C.com. You can also check out our other social media. Our Facebook is facebook.com slash Dungeons and Magi. Our Instagram is instagram.com slash Dungeons underscore and underscore Magi. Our TikTok is LLC. Again, spelled D-A-M-E-D-I-A-L-L-C. Our Twitch is Dungeons underscore and underscore Magi. And finally, our YouTube is youtube.com slash at symbol Dungeons and Magi. Sunday's episodes will be available to view on YouTube Wednesday at 8 a.m. EST. We have a Patreon. Our Patreon is open with four tiers, and you can join for as little as $5 a month. The top tier gets you exclusive access to our Discord, custom merch, entry for giveaways, and even the chance to play with us. Please visit us at patreon.com slash dungeonsandmagi. You can't search us due to us being listed as adult content. Let's talk about our Patreon as we just unleashed a new tier. Tier 1 is our $5 tier. This will get you access to our Discord server and a free sticker. Tier 2 is our $10 tier. This will get you everything from Tier 1 in addition to access to a monthly art commission giveaway. Tier 3 is our $20 tier. This will get you everything from the previous tiers in addition to access to monthly giveaway for custom dice. Tier 4 is our $35 tier. This will get you everything from the previous tiers in, in addition to exclusive patron-only content as well as quarterly gifts for your first year. Finally, Tier 5, which is our newest tier, is our $50 tier. Not only will this get you access to our Discord, this will give you a monthly subscription to handmade dice from our new company, Brokers Forge Dice. These dice will be themed each month and will be handmade by Dungeons & Magi and Brokers Forge. You can find that at patreon.com slash Dungeons & Magi. We're getting ready to launch a brand new store, which will have shirts, hats, hoodies, dice, you name it. Keep an eye out for the updates from our store. Back to the GM. All right. Um, finally, we have Ben with our sponsors. Thank you, <clears throat> thank you Kate. Um, we would like to thank 1985 Games for being a sponsor. Located in Portland, Oregon. 1985 Games was started by a group of players looking for a better way to game in real time without having to break the action to draw every tree on the map. 1985 Games creates affordable, accessible, high-quality accessories for D&D and other tabletop role-playing games. You can get 10% off your entire order by going to 1985games.com slash dungeons underscore and underscore magi or by entering the code dungeons underscore and underscore magi at checkout. We have rolled out a new sponsor tier known as Partners. A partner is a sponsor who has gone above and beyond to help Dungeons & Magi reach their potential. A partner has agreed to make a lifetime commitment to provide products or services to Dungeons & Magi to aid in giveaways and overall production. We would like to thank and introduce our official first partner, and they are Dungeon Crate. Dungeon Crate is a subscription box 
full of epic products including dice, miniatures, tabletop terrain, and original ventures that you can't find anywhere else, all delivered to your castle doors each month. We are so excited to be working with them, and if you put in the code DUNGEONSMAGI22 at checkout, you will see 50% off a new subscription. Also, all, all Crate members may use their monthly code to receive 10% off in the online RPG store. Please visit them today at DungeonCrate.com, or you can find them on our sponsor page. Back to you, Cade. Alright. <clears throat> so. I think that's it. Are we sure? So, if there's no more announcements, is it that time? Let's roll the damn dice. (laughs) (laughs) Open your mind up to the chance our luck is in. That the battles that await us are battles we can win. We've all got a of their first week with a little bit of an after party. Um, They decided to go to the after party, which turned out to be a carnival. And none of you, all of you have heard of carnivals, but none of you have ever really been to one. Um, Especially you, Dottie, who doesn't have family to take you to a carnival. (laughs) Um, because that's for kids with parents. Wow. Um, <laughs> oh, already. From afar. Damn, you're an ass. This isn't St. Jude's. Um, <laughs> so, wow. you, which, we we love you, St. Jude's. Um, yes. <clears throat> we, we will do some St. Jude's fundraisers. Um, but, anyways, so, you all venture around, you find amazing food, 
uh, a few games to play. Um, a few of you, especially one of you, was very humbled um, in yeah, what well, was said to be it. their their greatest game. <laughs> and uh, but you redeemed yourself on other games. In a game that I've never actually played in my entire stuff yeah. that I've never done in my life. Um, so then you made your way from the normal games into the extra area where you found a tent um, where there seemed to be a fortune teller. Uh, a few of you, all of you approached the fortune teller who does not seem to be human. You're not quite sure what they are, but that's nothing like you've ever seen. And for most of you, you're terrified. And then the each of you get drawn magical cards, get told what will happen in your future, possibly. And then Lunaros, as you're you you chose not to really walk out all the way. You kind of hung off to the side, waiting for Dobby. And Dottie's getting their reading, and all of a sudden, Dottie, one of the cards is pulled by this mysterious figure, and Dottie just slumps. I run over and start, Dottie, Dottie, Dottie! What did you do there? I did not do anything. I, I... I, I, I say again, I'm like, what happened to her? You will watch your tone, child, before I rip your tongue out and eat it. Um, I'm really trying to be brave right about now. But, and again, I'm also 14. Is that 14. a little piss running down your leg? Okay, <laughs> I, I've never been that scared. Uh, I'm like, what's wrong with her? Tell me. It seems. How can cards do that? I call to everybody. I, hey! Hello! Everyone! Something's wrong with Dottie! You guys hear it from outside. You hear the muffled yells of Luneros. Oh, shit. Uh, I, I'm like, uh, nope, nope, that, that, that nope. I'm gonna what put happened? my sister up over her shoulder. I know this is against her will. As you guys push through, you see Lunara standing there, and Dottie is in a chair just slumped over. Something's wrong with Dottie. This, whatever, whoever this is says that God took her soul, and I don't know what she's talking about. Give her friend's soul 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 back. Once again, watch your tone, boy. Uh, Okay, Lunara, shut it. Madam, please, how do we get her soul back? I do not have it. Perhaps someone of higher education can tell you where it went. I do not control the cards. I only read them. I, oh, oh. I beat a little bit on Terrence's back and said, put me down. 
Not to beat me. Um, and I put her down. Beady yellow eyes and a large Cheshire cat-like smile just peering at you. I instantly go right behind her and I'm just like, nope. What's a sealess cot? No. I, I did. No, no, we do not want more cards. We just, we just want to know how to get our friends. So, I'm. I look at everybody. Don't you do pull any cards. I mean, I pulled five and. Don't touch. Like, how, how big is Dottie compared to me? Um, <laughs> a couple foot difference. Dottie, Dottie's a pretty small gnome. So, so I, I would be able to. Elf. So I would be able to pick her up. Yeah, very easily, I would Do- say. Dottie's, Dottie is not well fed, so she's not. So she's pretty. Skinny it's just true. Well. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so so I go over it and I I carefully I pick up Dottie and I'm and I'm holding Dottie. In my arms, and I'm like, and I look at I'm, I'm, the fortune teller. I'm trying to marshal my courage. Who are you exactly? You. I think the more question is, is what? The hag. I need to know. Okay. Exactly what happened. What are these dead? What are these cards you you wield that took our friend away? Soul. Just tell your headmaster what happened, and he will know. As I said, these are not my cards. I just read them. Apparently, you play them with children. First week, and we're gonna get expelled. Okay. Lunares. Lunares. Please, okay. let's, we need to let's get go to here. the headmaster. We, we, this is above us. Let's, just, let's get out of here now, before yeah. before anything else happens. I'm grabbing Luna by his collar. And let's and it, go. If you guys say let's go, let's go. And I reaches out towards all of you, and you see these long fingers, like four to five inches long, skinny, bony. You, 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 you see me... Uh, and it just like gets right in front of your face. You long fingernails that are yellowed and gross. Bits of bits of like either mold or moss underneath them. Yeah, I, I, I I'm holding Dottie as I go to the as I go out to find the headmaster's office. So, yeah, you guys know exactly where his head office where the headmaster's office is if you guys choose to go there. Yeah. I'm dragging the other oh, two. Yeah. Okay. I, you don't I, I don't I, have to I, much drag my sister because she's going to try to stay out of sight of the hag, I'm sure. I push, but I'm dragging Linares. I push you off. I, I, let go of me. I can move on my own. Okay. So, you guys head to the headmaster's office um, and the, the door is closed. I knock. <laughs> oh, do come in. Uh, push the door open and I kind of... Eric, come on, come on, hurry. Ah. I walk in and he would see... Me, he would see me holding Dottie's 
body. Help! What happened? Uh, okay, listen, so, uh, Headmaster, I... We drew cards from a person that decided to say these are the cards that decide our fate. Where did this happen? Um... Uh, it was Where Stu took us concerning a party. A party. The person said that I, 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 they I, were the, the hag. Oh, I kind of look. I kind of look over. I was like, I was trying not to involve Stu. I oh, well. realized she had come back. Who is the, the hag, Headmaster? Don't concern yourself with that. That's above your knowledge level. Um, so, what happened? Dottie's, she she said that Dottie's soul's gone. We, oh, Did oh. you play with cards? I, Five of them! Yes. Uh, yes. Yes, we all drew different amounts, but Dottie drew something. I was there, headmaster, waiting for her to be done. And she drew one card, and then the 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 card disappeared, and she slumped over like she had passed out. And no matter what I did, she would not wake up. The the headmaster kind of mumbles under the breath. I thought I'd get rid of gotten rid of people like this. <laughs> we, we, we're very sorry. We didn't know anything would happen. It was just you a, must be very bullheaded. I see what you did. There you go. Took me a second. I was like, oh, got it. Um, listen, he contemplates for a moment as he invites all of you to sit and has you sit Dottie down. Um, he stands up and walks, walks over to a bookshelf and begins searching through and he grabs this book and pulls it out and kind of brushes dust off of it and and, oh this has not been opened this is an old ancient tome with a worn cover and he opens it up and begins rifling through the pages Retrieve a lost soul. There are books on this? To the essence reserve, a plane beyond our own, a perilous journey, but not a. Closes the book. Yeah, and some dust. Yes, there are books on this. Um. Okay, so. When a soul is lost, this this deck that you all played with, um, this deck was created long ago. I've had my fair share of encounters with it, um, but the creator of this deck realized something was a miss, and if a card is pulled, a certain card, 
Um, well, the soul is just taken. Now, when this happened, he was receiving an influx of souls, so he decided to create a place all his own and call it the Essence Reserve. This place is in a magical realm all its own, a place never before seen by most. Um, you all will surely be the youngest there. We're, we're going? Well, you made this mess. What? You might as well clean it up. Now, in this place, you will have to travel through and you will find a bank. Yes, like a money bank. Except this does not deal in money. It deals in souls. The Essence Reserve, the Central Bank. You must arrive at that bank. The soul tellers will ask from you items to deposit. I do not know what it is, but you must retrieve them in order to retrieve the soul, and then you must prove your worth. And then, only then, can you retrieve Dottie's soul. But... The body has to be there. So you have to bring... I, I look over... I point over to Dottie's slumped over body, which I'm assuming is in a chair. Right, right, Kara? Um, and I'm just... Kind of like... So we, we have to bring her with us? Um, or you can try to bring the soul orb here... But if you break it, the soul runs free, and that's it. It goes into the nearest body. We should probably bring Dottie. I looked at everybody else. We should probably just bring her with us, just to be careful. I'm I'm a bit of a klutz, to be to be perfectly honest with you. So now we must make a magical gateway to get there. <sighs> so. Just remember, as dangerous as this place may be, the retrieval of a soul is of the utmost importance, especially of our students. This is a place untouched by time and reality, and only the bravest souls have ventured to go there. But you must restore this balance. However, there is one person that has been here before, Although this place changes, you, believe it or not, are, are not the first students to have this happen. So, um, one second, and they, he kind of goes behind his desk and pulls out this rock. And, can somebody retrieve Miri for me? And you hear, yes sir, right away. And a few minutes later... You hear a knock on the door. Um, come in, come in. And the door opens, and Miri, could you t please tell us what we see? Yes, you see a dwarf um, holding... Honestly, the sword on her back looks a little bit too big for her, but she manages. 
um, long braided ginger hair, um, big old bushy beard, um, some like golden rings put on like the ends of it to like decorate it really nicely. And it matches like the uh, outfit that she's got going on. And she's, I was cold. Yes, Miri, um, please come in. These students, well, and kind of points to the chair. I believe you remember the last time the carnival was here. Oh, that fucking carnival. Um, sorry. Mm. It seems <laughs> the hag has done it again. Yes. But okay. they need to go to the Essence Reserve. And you've been there before, so I figure it's probably best that a upperclassman help you through here. Of, of, of um, course. It changes every time, but I am glad is, to come. This is Miri. Miri is one of our senior students here. Um, they are very skilled with a blade. Yes, I will try my hardest to keep everybody alive. You so, will need to listen to me and listen to me good when I tell something. Headmaster, can I just take the tension, please? No. Okay. Or it's either this or you go back and make a deal with the hag to get the soul back. Okay, it was an elf in my time and we were all dwarves and it was hard to carry the body. I think you guys are doing pretty well. Um, okay. I, I don't uh... want to... That scares me. Okay, this, this happens once every four years or so. Um, this happened when Miri was a first year and It'll happen probably again when you guys are fourth years and there's new first years. Um, when you guys have finally wised up, I would probably call one of you to come here and help. <laughs> probably not. Yes, you. good luck with that. Um, but so we normally require items to open the portal to. The essence reserve, but lucky for you, I have all of them on hand. Because again, it's been four years. I figured this would happen. So, and they go to a bookshelf and they pull a book, and it, and behind there's a what looks to be this this safe, but it's got gears and gizmos all on it, and. Um, he looks to all of you, close your eyes, or look away, and he, he blows, and these gizmos, and you he reaches in and grabs a box, and he closes it. You can look, it's okay. And he <laughs> closes the bookshelf. He goes over to his desk and sets the box down. As you guys all kind of huddle over to see over his desk what is in the box. And this box is a leather box, really ornate. Um, it looks to be a lot of runes put on it. Probably protection runes to keep people from getting in that aren't supposed to get in. And he places his hands on it and you see the runes... 
and he opens the box. A little bit of fog comes out. Where did you get one of those? I made it. Perhaps. That's really cool. You continue your studies without losing your souls. You will learn how to make these things too. There's a class for it. Is it an election? Is it an elected? <clears throat> yes. And the god remember that. Now, and he starts pull. So he pulls out this this large metallic rectangle. Um, it's got runes and engravings on it. This is the keystone of Ethereal Passage. This opens the gateway to the Essence Reserve. And he sets it down, <laughs> reaches back in, pulls out a small vial. This is Astral Dew, collected from the Celestial Lily that blooms only during the rare alignments of the Astral Bodies. Meaning, this breaks. We have no more. Sets it down carefully. Away from all of you. <laughs> um, <laughs> he reaches in and grabs a crystal. It is a blue glowing crystal. And actually as he grabs it out, you begin to hear whispers. Oh. This is whispering essence crystals. Especially attuned crystals infused with the essence of whispers found only in the whispering caves that you have ventured to already. Sets the crystal down. Pulls out another thing and he pulls out a feather. But this feather is black and red and the colors fluctuates. This is an ephemeral shadowfire feather plucked from a rare shadowfire griffin. It flickers with the essence of shadows and you're watching it change. And he sets that down. <clears throat> and then he pulls out a petal that's glowing bright blue. This is the petal of a moonlit lotus gathered from the moonlit lotus that blooms only at midnight in the moonlight pond. And he sets it down. These are everything that we need to open the portal to the essence reserve. So, is everybody ready? Is it a fuse of lower beam? Yes. Um, I think. We're going somewhere, Dane. We don't know what we're walking into until we're there. They have a sword. What do we get? What are Uh, we supposed to do? Yes. Weapons. Uh, Did you not visit the villages to procure items before school? I mean, I have parchment and some quills and ink bottles and my robes, but I, I don't think I have 
I slowly pull out my wand and like, I, I, I have this. I have this. Very well. And he closes his eyes and he holds his hand out and begins to chant No Magadi Raba Godi Budagadi Right behind you smoke and powder flies up and a lone chest sits in the center. I, I go over to the chest and try and open it. Roll initiative. Okay. <coughs> it's a mimic. It's trying to eat. It's a mimic. Um, <laughs> no, I'm waiting right. for him to get one. Um, so, you look in and we're going to do this a little differently. The weapon of your desire is in the chest. The weapon that most makes sense to you, who you are, who your going to become seen. He has no idea what's in the chest. The chest just gives your heart's desire for that. So, what do you see? Uh, I pull it out. Trident. Okay. So, as you reach in and it's almost like a Mary Poppins bag as you pull this huge trident Whoa. out and you set it down it is all silver with the tips of gold and you pull it out and as you grab onto it you and you begin to understand the knowledge of how to utilize this as you begin spinning it in your hands rolls over your hands around your neck grab it and then you poof, Stick it right in. Ah. <coughs> you found the trident of tyranny. Not tyranny. Tyranny. <laughs> pretty, uh, pretty nifty, but that's if I don't say so. Be careful. There's a reason it's called the trident of tyranny. Why? Prolonged usage can make you a little territorial. <coughs> oh. I'm sure I'll be fine. And the box <laughs> closes. Who's next? Shit. Kate actually sent you a message. Yeah, why don't we do that? 
Okay, so <clears throat> you want to go next? So yeah, I'll go next. You, well, open up the chest. You look in, and you see a mirror reflecting you. You're a little confused. Oh. I'm what? What is it you see, son? Myself. I see me. <laughs> Come here. I go over to the headmaster. And as you look at him, because shuts. Now. Yes, you and your sister both hmm? have been marked. Am I mistaken? Marks? You mean like our birth I marks? I slowly pull up my right sleeve to my own. I pull down the back of my collar, my neck. As Tara turns around and pulls down the collar, you begin to see what looks to be tattoos running down his back and they look to be links and he looks ha do me a favor I need you to reach back there and imagine pulling those markings off your body I look at him like he's crazy and go I'm sorry. You want me to do what? Reach back to your markings and pull them off your body. Ow. That's going to take a knife. No, it will not. Just trust me. I think he's crazy. I reach back and try to touch. Um, You're going (laughs) to roll me a... Let's say a memory. Okay, let me see what that is. Okay. (laughs) Who? That fits, honestly. That honestly fits right now. Just pinch your back. It's just skin. Just trust me, there's more to it. You two destined for greatness. Trust me. Do it. Still think he's slightly crazy in office rockers now or had something special. Terry, you got this. Eleven. Out of? Twelve. As you reach back, you all hear as he pulls these tattoos off of his body, they turn into metal chains that begin to glow with a blackness, like shadow, and he begins to whip them around. Merd. I didn't know you uh, could do that. 
I didn't even know. I thought that they were just old barkings. Put them back. Huh? <laughs> put them back. Eh? You, you whip them back. Give me another check. <laughs> if you fail this, you're hitting yourself. My gosh. Well, out of 12. <laughs> okay, so you <laughs> grab these and and they slap back into your body like tattoos. I'm looking at that's my arm, just tracing my weird. tattoo. I'm kind of that's at very my, weird. I'm looking at the titan of, ty of tyranny, I'm like... I'm just it. looking at my tattoos, <laughs> just staring and tracing. No, I just have a sword. That was weird. I guess it's the only person since we kept I kept the chains from her. <laughs> That first roll did make sense. I drew it. Didn't I? <laughs> I have no idea where I drew it. But it looks like almost a circle with a stem. So it's kind of like, like that. A circle with a stem? Okay. As he looks. you to imagine your tattoo thrusting forward. Huh? Do it. Okay. As I thrust my arm forward. Memory check, please. into the wall and you look down here your tattoo's gone now what, what is with you two and tattoos will it back to you 
Okay. And I... Memory check again. Got a smack her in the face. You, you will it back and the blade hits your hand and lands in your hand. And for all of you, as you touch these weapons, you gain the knowledge of how to use them. And you're actually flipping it through your fingers. <coughs> and then you let it go and it back into the tattoo. That's cool. Like I said... Mom and Dad have things to explain. I'm not even allowed to covet it. Children, this is not from your human parents. Anyways, you're next. Looking at... Oh, okay. I go over to the chest and I. What do you see? And I open it. I see a staff, but it's not an ordinary staff. It pulls apart into blades. You pick it up. It's this long, wooden looking staff. And you're not quite sure what it is as the headmaster looks. Huh? <sighs> the staff of Solomon. And as he says, split it in half. Uh, okay. Uh, and I... Two blades, one from either end. One oh. from either end comes out, and you begin to twirl them, and then you can sh put them back in. Whoa? Okay. <laughs> now, you, you fabulous five, will make your way to the Essence Reserve. So, come with me. And as he stands up, the box disappears. And he grabs all of the elements and puts them in the box and carries the um, box with him. Sir? Yes. Um, since we need Dottie's body, um, do we have, like, a backpack or something we can carry her on our backs? Like a baby carrier? <laughs> Little handheld car <laughs> Just, like, <laughs> as you're walking. something that our artificers came up with since this predicament has happened quite a bit. And you see... He goes around, he sets the box down, goes around, and actually hands the box to you, Miri, not trusting mm -hmm. anybody else, um, and goes around <laughs> behind his desk and opens up a chest and starts rifling through, and he grabs what seems to be, it's, it's about the size of an index card, 
so it fits, fits in your pocket. But it looks to be a like a satchel almost. And as he picks it up, he kind of thrusts it out and it expands into what looks to be a luggage case. And he lays it on the ground and opens it up. He grabs Dottie and he drops her in and then closes the case. And then the case shrinks back down. Can she we had to her? carry our elf. I guess you yes. forgot about that. This is another plane of existence. But who is carrying her? Because if this is lost, um, you will never get her body back. Uh, Perhaps uh, I oh. should. Mary. Mary. Yeah. Mary. Mary. Here you go. Yes. It would fit in a, in a pocket or a satchel piece. Yeah. I uh, stuff it somewhere like extra secure, like in my armor or yeah. whatever I'm wearing. Come with me and grabs the box from you and um, leads you to a secluded ritual room. Its walls are adorned with ancient runes and symbols. The air feels charged with magical energy as the components begin to be arranged in a precise formation. The As you're looking, so you guys are kind of standing around, there's a circle in there, and there's lines drawn on the circle. Um, Tyranny, give me a memory check, please. Eight out of twelve. Especially to you, look a little like this. I quickly look at my arm and my and look at the thing. Like, it is an exact match. Oh! As he begins to place items down, he doesn't even say anything. He's placing items on these lines. I poke uh, Tarek and I show him my arm. Oh. Yes, you have shiny sword in there. This oh, is what, what like. the this is what the lines look like. same uh, as Tyranny's tattoo. So, the keystone of ethereal passage is placed in the center. The astral dew. Esper, the essence crystal, the feather, and the moonlit lotus petals are carefully positioned around it in that formation. He begins to chant, each word resonating with power. The components begin to react, react creating a magical nexus in the room. A portal shimmers into existence and hovers there. He turns to you. This portal will take you to the Essence Reserve. Remember, the retrieval of a soul is a delicate matter. Follow the guidance of the soul tellers, and may you return to the Essence 
you seek. And he walks away. All right. Everybody stay close. If we can't hear each other, just keep hands on each other. If we can't see each other, we'll find each other. I, I don't know how it's going to look. Wait, I thought you said you've done this before. I have. It's it's uh my underst I, I've read up a little bit about it afterwards to uh you know understand the shit that I was in. Different every time. So stick with me as much as you can. I will keep your friend safe in my pocket. Mm -hmm. Uh you know, we'll figure it out. Pocket gnome? <laughs> <laughs> Pocket gnome! There. I... <laughs> I choose you, Pocket gnome! <laughs> Dottie Chew? <laughs> uh, So, are we going to go right to the bank, or do we have to travel to the bank? So Your guess is as good as mine. Yeah, you don't know. Sometimes the portal takes you right to the central bank. Other times, it takes you way off. Uh, All I know is we need to get going. I do not know how long portal stays open. So, come on, let's okay. go. Okay. Okay. I start motioning. I, I, I can go in first, or I can. I step through. I, I just. Okay. I want to get it over with. I step through. I like clutching my staff. Oh, Dearly, Dearly. I I I I, I, work after her. I go. And then I fall, knowing that my sister would never want to leave me behind. All right, everybody in. As I. And so. As you all step through, everybody give me an observation check, please. And then roll initiative. I'm kidding. Wood. Uh, Miri. 11 out of 12. Uh, Luneros. 6 out of 12. Terrily? Seven out of twelve. Tarrant. One. Oh. Tyranny. <laughs> Six out of twelve. Wow. Okay, so you're Tyranny got his got some sand in his eye. Uh, There's no sand here. Tarrant. Tarrant. There's no sand here. <clears throat> so. I know we're all used to Pam getting the ones, but come on, get the twins right. As you step through the portal. I mean, they look completely different. The surroundings morph into a surreal dreamscape. You find yourselves in a vast celestial garden. The air filled with a soothing fragrance of exotic flowers. Ethereal streams of light cascade from unseen sources, casting an iridescent glow on the translucent flora. Gentle whispers emanate from the vibrant blooms. Carrying echoes of forgotten tales. The path ahead is paved with moonlit stones guiding you deeper into the heart of this mystical realm. Celestial creatures flit about, 
their forms a shimmering dance of radiant energy. Off in the distance, you can see a towering structure resembling an otherworldly bank. The essence reserve awaits its spires reaching towards the heavens. The atmosphere is charged with arcane energy, and the very air seems to pulse with the essence of countless souls. Are you ready to venture forward? Nope. No, but sure. Probably about a day's journey. I, uh, I'm, I just, I start walking down. I'm like, all right, everyone, let's, let's I, I think, I think the person who's been here before should go first. Yes. And lead stay, the way. Stay close behind me. Miri, this looks Oh, I'm bluffing. I, I'm acting so confident right now. This, Stay behind me, very this close. This is the complete opposite of the last time mm. you were here. Last time you were here, it was dark and dreary. Like, the most horrifying place you've ever been. And this okay. looks like a dream. So I'm a little bit glad for the change, but I'm a little, I'm weary for sure, but I'm, I'm masking. Gotta stay cool for the underclassmen. <laughs> so, <laughs> as you embark on the mesmerizing journey to the Essence Reserve Central Bank, the landscape transforms into a breathtaking panorama of vivid colors and ethereal beauty. The air is suffused with a sweet, intoxicating scent of blossoms unseen in any mortal realm. Trees, unlike any found on Acanthia, with luminescent leaves that emit a soft, calming glow line the path. Their branches seem to reach for the celestial heavens, adorned with iridescent blooms that seem to dance in response to the ambient magic. Exotic creatures, their forms shifting between realms, flit through the air with wings that shimmer like spun moonlight. Pools of liquid lights, pools of liquid light scattered like jewels reflect the ever-changing hues of the celestial sky. Each step brings forth a chorus of harmonious melodies, as if the very fabric of the realm sings in celebration of your presence. The ground beneath your feet feels like a plush carpet woven from threads of stardust and dreams. <clears throat> Everybody give me another observation check, please. Oh, not that good. Miri. 3 out of 12. Ooh, uh, Luneros. Uh, 10 out of 12. Okay, Terrily. Uh, 12 out of 12. Okay. Parrot. 5 out of 12. Tierney. 12 out of 12. You have to re-roll. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's not cocked! Alright. As you progress, you encounter flora that seems to defy the laws of nature. Flowers with petals that change colors in response to your emotions and trees that release gentle fragrances that evoke long-forgotten memories. The air is alive with the hum of mystical insects, 
their bioluminescent glow creating a celestial ballet. The journey unfolds as a visual symphony, a kaleidoscope of unique wonders, with each turn revealing a new facet of the surreal landscape. The essence reserves embrace is not just a passage, it's an immersive experience, a brush with the extraordinary that transcends the boundaries of the mundane. As the day gracefully transforms into evening in this otherworldly realm, the skies undergo a breathtaking metamorphosis. The celestial canopy above begins to weave an intricate tapestry of colors unseen by mortal eyes. The fading sunlight bathes the landscape in hues of ethereal purples, soft pinks, and gentle blues, creating a canvas that seems to absorb the very essence of magic. The trees, adorned with their luminescent leaves, catch the dying rays of the sun, casting long, captivating shadows that sway like wraiths in the cooling breeze. The pools of liquid light shimmer with an otherworldly radiance, reflecting the celestial display above in a mirror-like dance. As you traverse the landscape, the harmonious melodies that accompany your earlier steps transform into a twilight sonata. The mystical creatures now embracing the twilight add their own melodies, creating a symphony that seems to resonate with the setting sun. The air itself becomes a gentle caress, carrying whispers of ancient secrets and dreams yet to be dreamt. The flowers, touched by the fading lights, release fa fragrances that evoke a sense of nostalgia, as if each blossom holds a memory from a distant star. <coughs> Finally, as the sun dips below the horizon, the skies burst into a final crescendo of colors, painting the heavens with a palette of dreams. The twilight in the Essence Reserve is not merely a transition, it's a sublime performance, a celestial ballet that marks the end of one day and the beginning of another in this realm untouched by the passage of mortal time. You guys can either press on or find a place to stop. Um, uh, so I don't know if I have food. You, yeah, you okay. We'll have it for everyone. Okay, um, if we are stopping. Which means you control what they eat. <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, guys, it is up to you. We can keep pushing on or we can stop here for the night. If we're I, stopping I, here I, for the night, we need to start now. Uh, uh, I, I vote we, we stop, um, I, I don't think we should be going in the dark. Okay, I don't I, I think agree. I have tents. Let me, I'm gonna look around and see if there's anything that I can find that may, I can make, like, some kind of shelter with. So that these younger kids are not just kind of, like, I'll sleep out there, but, like, a campfire or... Like, some kind of shelter that I can make, like, a tent or, like, a little cave that's not inhabited. Okay. Uh, make an observation check. Okay. Eight out of twelve. Um, alright, so 
you venture out on your own a little bit while everybody kind of stays put, and you find a serene glade that is nestled between towering crystal trees. Like, literally trees made out of crystals. Alright, um, I'm gonna do a quick scan to make sure there's, there's no a, predators. There's not that you can see. There's a lot of luminescent moss on the ground. Um, very soft. Um, you do see creatures, but none that seem dangerous. They are more seem curious as okay. your kind very rarely venture here. Mm-hmm. Alright, so I'll kind of put a little mark in the sand, just in case anything changes, because I don't know if this place is going to change while we're here. Make my way back, grab everybody, and take them there. Okay. <clears throat> so, all of you, once again, you see a serene glade nestled between towering crystal trees. The ground is covered with a bed of soft, luminescent moss that seems to glow softly in the dimming light. A gentle breeze carries with it sweet fragrance of celestial blooms, providing a soothing atmosphere for rest. Here, you'll be able to create a fire, stay warm, as it's starting to get a little bit chilly. Um, okay. And, and I'm going to get rations out. Yep. All right. So, who would like the first ration? I'll try. Okay, you don't get to roll for it. No, I don't? No, because... Nope, I do, because it's my ration. <laughs> Miri, go ahead and roll me <laughs> a d12, please. Actually, uh, actually, roll me a d4 first. Okay. One out of four. Okay, roll me a d... Uh, yeah, d12. Ten out of twelve. Okay, um... Okay. Now, when you get these rations, you cannot see what's in them. It basically comes in like a, a leather satchel, and a seal, a magical seal, has to be broken in order for these to be opened. And then as you open them, then there's various pieces that can be pulled out. Um, so Lunaris, yours gets handed to you. Uh, and it's it's customary. I mean, you can open it now, but it's customary for oh, everybody to get theirs, and then everybody eats together. Who would like to go next? I'll go. Okay. Um, All right, I'll hand it off. D, give me a D4, please. Another one out of four. Okay, give me a D10. Or a D12, I'm sorry. D12 is a two out of 12. Three out of four. Okay. Give me a 12. Six out of 12.
can I? Terrily. We'll do Terrily's. Four out of four. Okay. D12. One out of 12. Oh, no. If only one person has a bad one, I'll switch with them. You got a one and a two. If he's still going by that standards. And then I guess we'll do my... Alright, so... Next up is... Neary. Go ahead and... Give me a d4. One. Out of four. And a d12. Eight out of twelve. Okay. So... <clears throat> Luneros, as you open, as everybody's given theirs, as you open yours for the first time, um, you open yours and the title inside says Mudwort Porridge. This is a thick porridge made from a peculiar herb found in swampy regions. It's very earthy, but it's filling. Uh, does it come with a spoon? Yes. I take the spoon and I'm just... <laughs> Not the best thing you've had. Yeah. Terrence. Yes? You open yours and it says hard tack and pickled herring. You get tough, dry biscuits accompanied by strong-smelling pickled fish. Oh, no. I let my Hard sister sniff it. Hard tack's nasty. It's just, it tastes like cardboard. Yeah. I'm um, gonna eat it, but I'm gonna let my sniff, sister sniff it first. Okay, it's definitely an acquired taste. Uh, Jerk. Tyranny. You would do it to me. You... Open yours, <coughs> and yours says fiery goblin peppers. Small, intensely spicy peppers favored by goblins. Guaranteed to set your mouth ablaze. I know where you got the inspiration for that. They are. I'm sorry, that's yummy to me. Spicy, really. <laughs> Shall I recap the homegrown peppers I brought home for you? And you uh, start. Oh, they were tasty. They were just oh, fucking actually, hot I'm as sorry. hell. I'm sorry. I got these mixed up. That's actually Terry Lee's. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, that was Terry Lee. So, Terry Lee, that's yours. Tyranny, yours is Orcish fermented cabbage rolls. Cabbage leaves filled with a tangy fermented mix. A bold and unique flavor. So, and like mine, kimchi? There, there's no... Worse, though. Yeah, like there's not, no meat in it, though, is there? No. I mean, kimchi uh, is yummy. Uh, Miri. You open yep. yours and it says halfling herb infused cheese wheels. Small wheels of cheese infused with aromatic herbs. Okay. So I kind of look around. Out, you got the best one out of everybody. Everybody's edible? It depends on edible, how you define edible yes. as I'm just... Will it kill you? 
Again. That'll be wait to be seen. Yes. <laughs> Matter for the baby. Okay, I eat mine. I'll eat mine. <laughs> I just start eating mine. Yo. Right. Right. I'll eat mine. So. <clears throat> As you finish up your meals, surrounding the glade are curious creatures benevolent in nature who seem to welcome you to their realm. Among the trees, there are ethereal beings with wings resembling delicate strands of moonlight, their soft hums creating a lullaby that harmonizes with the whispers of the nights. In the center of the glade, there's a crystalline pool fed by a small murmuring brook. The water reflects the starlit sky above, creating a mesmerizing play of lights. Resting beside the pool, you find soft, shimmering petals that serve as both pillows and blankets, offering a comfortable and enchanting place to lay down for the nights. Now, these creatures around you seem more curious than wary, and their presence adds a sense of wonder to the already enchanting glade. They appear to acknowledge you, offering a sense of protection and benevolence under the watchful gaze of the crystal trees. I kind of like go over to one of them. To, to look her away. Oh. And they run away. Um, Alright, so, is anybody taking watch or is everybody... I'm taking it? watch. Uh, I'll take watch with... I'll I'll take... No, children, you sleep. You sleep, you're younger. I watch. We'll um, I'm happens. used to taking watch because not, uh, not tonight. I'm... <laughs> Too bad. I I, I want to make sure everybody's safe. Okay. All right. As everybody settles in for the night, um, I need you two to go ahead and make observation checks. Nine out of twelve. Nine out of twelve. <laughs> okay. Rollies. Um, you don't see. You don't see much uh, except for the curious animals. Um, you. I mean, for more or less everything, kind of goes off without a hitch. Um, however, as the rest of you are deep in sleep. Tyranny. I knew this was coming. You begin to kind of toss and turn in your sleep and you for a moment feel nothing and then your eyes dart open you look around and 
you're not where you were before. You are in another plane, maybe? Purples and red hues. You... There's nobody else around you. It is just you in this place. And this almost vast nothingness. Hello? Nothing. As you look around, you kind of stand up, really freaked out. You hear off in the distance the sound of footsteps. I'm just saying where I am. And then all of a sudden you hear. coming up behind you rather quickly and you hear your hello what the fuck and there's nothing there you look out a bit further and you see the faint flickering of what looks to be a candlelight I will slowly start walking towards the camera. Okay. As you begin to walk, you hear the echo of footsteps coinciding with yours. Every once in a while you hear that. (laughs) And you'll hear that faint. But you continue walking as that little bit of light gets brighter and brighter. And just as you get to it, it becomes a node of light, probably about an arm's reach away. I touch the light. I reach out and touch it. Okay. And Mm -hmm. as you reach out and touch the lights you wake up and you are with everybody else right next to your brother I'm just sitting there shaking okay and with that that's where we're going to take our break
Um, we will be right back, everybody. So please bear with us.
So, the morning sun bathes the enchanted glade in a warm glow as you all wake up to resume your journey. I pick up. Well, is there breakfast? There are not breakfast options, but food in the morning. Uh, why not? There's no maybe grand I'll hall. Get lucky with, uh, maybe I'll get lucky. Okay, right. here you go. And I start passing them out. Alright, give me a d4. Four. Okay, uh, d12. Seven. Let's go right to Terry. Another four. Okay. And ten out of twelve. Okay. Uh, let's go to Terry. One out of four. Okay. And three out of twelve. Okay. Let's go to Tyrley. Four out of four. Okay. And eight out of twelve. <clears throat> Another one out of four. Okay. And a 12 out of 12. That's not good. Okay. So we start with Lunaros, who gets. You open yours and it's centaur-style centaur granola. It's just granola mixed with wild berries and nuts. It's but, a favorite among centaur nomads. Like in a bar form or like a little... A mix. Oh. I started eating. It's actually... I really enjoy it. Okay. Uh, Terrily, you open yours and yours is... A juicy and succulent wyvern steak grilled to perfection. Oh, <laughs> yummy. Um, Terrence, <laughs> you open yours, and yours is a strange stew made from questionable ingredients gathered by goblins. <laughs> Approach with caution. This is the veggie this omelet version of the goblin goulash. Ugh. I make Looney sm- uh, smell it. Get, get that away from me, man! What's wrong with you? 
My sister didn't want me to shove it in her face, so I shoved it in yours. A vibrant salad featuring fruits from the Feywild, bursting with magical sweetness. Okay. I, I'm, I'm just picking, like, kind of like playing with the food and eating it slowly. Okay. And Miri. Oh, Miri. You get a skewered rat roasted over an open flame. A rat on a stick. No hesitation, I eat it. <laughs> Fucking dwarves. There's a little in your beard. Rat kebab? I'm slowly uh, eating that soup. I'm just eating Questioning just... my life choices. <laughs> uh, I'm digging into the wyvern steak. Yeah, same here. I'm enjoying my, my granola. <laughs> like, like the, the wyvern steak is something that is a bit of a staple for my people. They're known for hunting. As, as you bite into it, it melts in your mouth. And he hates with it. <laughs> wyvern eggs. That was out of character, sorry. Oh, wyvern eggs. <laughs> Just eating dragon eggs. Um, Alright. You guys ready? Yep. Yep. Okay. As you resume your journey, the forest path meanders through towering crystal trees. Their branches adorned with radiant blossoms that open and close like celestial flowers. The air is filled with gentle whispers as if the breeze carries secrets from unseen realms. And the crystal leaves rustle softly, creating a melodic symphony that accompanies your footsteps. Delicate dewdrops, like liquid diamonds, cling to the leaves and petals refracting the sunlight and casting tiny rainbows that dance around you as you walk, creating a magical ambiance. Ethereal butterflies with wings that seem to change color with every flutter flit gracefully around, leaving trails of luminescent dust behind them, adding a touch of otherworldly beauty. Crystal clear streams intersect the path, their waters reflecting the colors of the surrounding flora. The soothing melodies of water flowing over crystal pebbles creates a natural harmony. Nocturnal creatures like moonlit rabbits and shimmering beetles bid you farewell as, re as they retreat to their hidden abodes. Their eyes reflect the soft glow of the crystal forest as they vanish into the enchanting foliage. It is here where, if you wish, you can stop and get water and things to drink. Um, each of you, so in each of those, uh, each of those rations, there is crystal vials that hold water. Um, and it comes with water that you can drink, and then if you choose, you can use it to fill them back up. Okay. Yup. Yep, know. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Make me another <coughs> check. 12 out of 12. Okay. Um, as you're filling up the water, you see a f your the reflection of your face flash into something else and then disappear. You're not sure what you saw. 
The rest of you are good. Yeah. All right, let's get to the bank. The only okay, one stay close to me. that I'm acting different would be Terrence. Yup. I kind of just heft my trident over my shoulder, and I looked at Miri, and I was like, Leo! Okay, I lean on. The journey through this mystical realm is serene and surreal. A testament to the wondrous nature of the Essence Reserve. Each step feels like a dance with magic, and the air is charged with an ethereal energy that invigorates your spirits. As you approach the central bank of the Essence Reserve, the surroundings undergo a subtle transformation. The crystal trees become grander and more majestic, their branches reaching towards the sky in a dazzling display of refracted light. The air becomes infused with a palpable essence, a mixture of enchantment and arcane energy that tingles on your skin. The bank itself emerges as a colossal structure, its walls formed from a harmonious blend of crystalline materials that seem to pulse with a gentle luminescence. Elaborate carvings depicting scenes of cosmic significance adorn the surface of the bank, telling tales of the many souls and essences that have passed through its mystical halls. At the entrance, two imposing statues stand guard, resembling ethereal sentinels with eyes that gleam with an otherworldly wisdom. As you step closer, the massive doors of the bank swing open soundlessly, revealing an expansive atrium bathed in a soft, radiant glow. Anyone ever seen a place like this before? Uh-oh. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. Sorry, sorry. Um... <laughs> So, uh, where do we go to get the soul? Um, I'm going to walk up to the teller. Okay, so right now you're outside. You guys haven't even stepped in yet. Um, yeah, I'll so, lead him inside. And... Okay, so <clears throat> inside the bank is a breathtaking spectacle of magical architecture. The ceiling soars to incredible heights adorned with floating crystal chandeliers that casts a gentle light on everything below. Rows of arched doorways lead to various chambers, each presumably holding the precious essences of souls from countless worlds. In the center of the atrium, a magnificent fountain stands, its waters flowing with liquid starlight. At the base of the fountain lies a pool of swirling astral energies reflecting the vastness of the cosmic realms. It is here that the soul tellers, enigmatic beings with shimmering robes and ever-changing faces, await to guide you through the intricate process of soul retrieval. And as you approach, a soul teller turns its attention towards you, its ever-changing visage displaying a blend of curiosity and ancient wisdom. Its voice like a melody carried on a celestial breeze resonates through the chamber. Greetings, travelers from realms untold. Your purpose is known to us, 
and the threads of fates weave tales of a lost soul seeking restoration. What is offered in return for this sacred transaction? Um, <clears throat> kind of look to Mary and I whisper, what do they want? Uh, do I remember what we gave on my run through? No, um, but you know that every time it's something different. I, d- I look to them. Every time it's something different, it has to be accepted by the just offer things you are willing to lose, I guess. I, I kind of look to the others and I'm like, do we have something we can give them? I, I, I hold out the staff that I brought with me. That is not an acceptable form. Uh, what about if you, if it, that, and this, I hold out my trident. That is not an acceptable form of payments. What, what, what is an acceptable form of payment? To retrieve a soul from the essence reserve, you must bring forth three rare items. The tears of a star flower, a lock of moonlit hair from a celestial creature and a rare echo of laughter captured in a luminescent crystal. Um, Find these and you shall have the rel- the means to reclaim the lost soul. Okay, what were they? Okay, what, what, what were those items again? Tears Sorry, I'm trying. Tears of a starflower. Okay. A lock of moonlit hair from a celestial creature. Okay. And a rare echo of laughter captured in a luminescent crystal. Okay. We should get looking. Rare echo of laughter. Um, I look to Mira. I'm like, uh, where are? Where can we find these things? Well, we just saw a ton of creatures. We can look for flower in the area and crystal. I have no idea. Yeah, you have no idea because this land is completely different. Like, um, I I need to really show this place. Last time was a little way hellscape. What? Very, very different. Tree, very, you very have different. You have no idea. You have no idea about this place. This place was black last time Sir, I was here. Please keep your voice down in the bank. Sorry. Sir, you have no idea. You just you you lied to us about knowing this place. I walk up. To this the place different each time. We do not, but perhaps if you go to the place where the echoes are, you will find what you need. Oh. 
Okay, where, where, where do we find what we need? The tears of a star flower can be found deep within the nebula woods. Seek the moonlit hair on the Crystal Peak Range. And the rare echo of laughter is often found in the enchanted glade where playful sprites dwell. Oh, I think you've been to the glade. And it reaches behind the counter and produces a luminescent map. This map Thank will you. guide you through the ethereal realms. Follow its glow. And you shall find the tears of a starflower, the moonlit hair, and the echo of laughter. May your journey be swift, and your resolve unwavering. And remember, we close at five. At five? Strange hours. I kind of look around for any kind of time telling. Are there other customers in this bank? Yeah. Yeah, there's various people going about trying to collect souls. You see a few people being taken through some of the chambers, um, heading to where the souls are being held. Um, other tellers there. There's people waiting in line behind you now. Um, there is actually... Uh, everybody give me an observation check to see if you see this. Six out of twelve. Eight out of twelve. Uh, Eleven out of twelve. Uh, also, 11 out of 12. 9 out of 12. Okay, so everybody sees it. Um, <clears throat> you see this guy walking in with a huge backpack. Like, heavy steps. And you look, and you kind of look at the backpack as it's open. It's I'm talking, like, Santa bag stock, like, size backpack. And you look and you see glowing orbs stacked inside of it. And he he walks up to the teller next to you. And you hear, I, I'm here to make a deposit. And the teller, oh, yes, I see you have a lot of souls for us. Thank you. And he and what, a couple of the orbs fall out, and he kind of grabs them. Oh, can't let any of these get away. And he begins to hold them out and start mm-hmm. giving them to the teller as they begin to scan them and put them in the chute. And it's <laughs> chute takes and sends it away, and you're watching these orbs go all over the place. Um, probably about five, ten minutes go by, and his bag's empty, and they they uh, slide him what looks to be a glowing card, and he grabs it. Thank you. I'll uh, be back next week for the rest that I have. I couldn't carry it all today. And he puts that in his pocket, grabs his bag, and as he's walking by, you get a closer look at him, and he has on what looks to be like a duster. 
like a, this long duster. He's got a cowboy hat on, toothpick in his in his mouth, and he's got like almost like a chin strap, but not thin. It's really thick, like mutton chops into like a half beard, almost Amish style. Um, and and then a huge curly mustache, and he looks to all of you. Well, how do you do? And he keeps walking. Okay. And leaves. Well, uh, don't see that. Okay. Alright, um, um, shall we go uh, to get these things and get out of here? Yes, yes, please. Let's, let's, let's go. Okay. This is... I'll put my hand on my sister's head. Yes. <laughs> I'm just going to gently rub it, but not say anything. So. You begin to follow the map's ethereal glow, traversing landscapes that seem to blend dream and reality. The air is filled with a soft melody of unseen creatures, and the ground is covered in a carpet of luminescent petals. As you venture deeper, the surroundings transform into a breathtaking garden of otherworldly beauty. Amidst the flora of vibrant hues, you spot a rare star flower. The petals seem to shimmer with the radiance of distant stars. Hmm. Everybody careful. I'm going to check it out. Make sure it's like as innocent as it seems. out of 12. Seems good enough. I'm, I'm right. going to uh, look at I'd it. Say, I'd say the, the garden emanates a sense of tranquility. Uh, your instincts don't detect any immediate danger. The creatures around you seem more curious than threatening, and their melodic tunes create an atmosphere of calm. I'm gonna look around and see if I see anything to collect the teardrops. Um, not really. I mean, this is all forest. Um, so. I'll dump out my water and get the teardrops in my vial. Okay. As you approach the star flower, you notice delicate, glistening dewdrops clinging to its petals. The star flower is a celestial blossom with petals that seem to shimmer and various hues reflecting the soft glow of the moonlights. Its fragrance is enchanting, filling the air with a subtle, sweet aroma. The dewdrops on the flower appear to be the tears of the star flower that you need for the collection. Alright, I'll, I'll get them and kind of tip the bottle so they fall into it. Okay. Um... As you carefully collect the dewdrops from the star flower using your vial, the flower seems to emit a faint, soothing melody. The dewdrops <coughs> are crystalline and radiant, giving off a gentle glow. And you take them and you pop the cork, mm -hmm. and you are able to put it away. All right. Let us go to the next place, I guess. Yeah, not so bad. 
Uh -huh. I still don't trust this place. Okay. Following the map, you navigate through the ethereal landscape of the Essence Reserve. The map leads you not towards where the teller had originally said, but to a place known as the Luminous Glade. A serene and magical clearing filled with softly glowing flora. In the center of the glade, you find a peculiar tree with silver leaves that shimmer in the ambient light. Hmm. Okay. I'll, I'll go up and look at the tree. I'll follow. Okay. Uh, I was... Yeah. Yep. As you approach the tree, you notice a slight movement among the branches. A mystical creature resembling a shimmering sprite with hair as radiant as moonlight descends gradually. It appears to be a celestial whisperer, a guardian spirit of the luminous glade. It acknowledges your presence and extends a hand, inviting you to commune with it. I hold out my hand. And it grabs on. And... you feel this surge of energy rush through you and then in a melodic voice it explains in your head alone that obtaining a strand of its ethereal hair is a sacred act requiring a moment of shared connection with the essence of the glade Do you accept? I, I, I accept. This rush as your mind is cast throughout the entire glade. You're seeing the various creatures flit about. You're rushing through the bushes underneath the waters. You're seeing creatures that you've never seen before. Bioluminescent creatures swimming through the water without fins. They they look to be maybe some kind of like bioluminescent eel of sorts and it Ooh. pops out and you go up into the crystal trees. You see one of those crystal birds that was at the career fair fluttering across. You begin to see what looks to be ape-like creatures that you've never seen before. Um, and but instead mm. they've got four arms and two legs, uh, multiple tails <clears throat> as they as you move through, and then your mind snaps back into your body. It lets go and holds its head down. I gently uh, pet the head. We need to cut the hair. Hair that's loose. You just pluck a hair. And then I take up one of my vials. I empty it out and put the hair in the vial. You, as you pluck the string of the hair, you feel that surge of energy again. The creature smiles, its eyes gleaming with ancient wisdom, 
and descends back into the branches, leaving the glade as serene as before. I All right. talk to Mary. And I put it in my safe, secure pocket. So now we just need to get the crystal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna Echo left to it the in the crystal. Him agitated by now, he, he's gonna pull his sister to the side. Okay. Tyranny. Huh? I know you. What's going on? Nothing. You wanna speak the truth? You're li- trying to lie to the, your twin. I just had a nightmare. Is it. One from our your childhood, uh, from our childhood. Same one from those. It was uh, purple, reddish hue, and a man laughing. A man laughing. Okay, it's just a dream. As our dad would say, as long as someone you love is always nearby, nothing can happen to you. Well, if it's real and it comes, you know my first instincts. I got you. Okay? And surprisingly enough, I think they got you. Especially the one that chose a trident. He's loony. But... Your wow. friend that's in your same class seems to always to stick near you. Once we get Dottie back, Dottie back, that's another person. Safety and numbers. I didn't quite hear you on that. I know. I'm used to it too. Still haven't figured out why I'm here. Still haven't figured out apparently the secrets we hold. Like that with the headmaster is weird. Mm-hmm. But let's take it step by step. And if anything we can do what we did to the kids back home. Yeah, I thought that'd get you happy. <laughs> and I would gently lead her back uh, to the group. Okay. So, following the map through the Essence Reserve, you traverse ethereal landscapes and cross radiant meadows. The map guides you to an area known as the Echoing Vale, a place where the energies of the essence intertwine and create mesmerizing echoes. As you enter the veil, you're surrounded by a soft symphony of harmonious echoes, each sound resonating with the magic of the reserve. In the center of the veiled glade, you discover a unique flower, the harmonic echo blossom. 
The mystical flower seems to echo the ambient magic and subtle vibrations. Hmm. So, left. We need uh, to laugh. Somebody needs to laugh. And we need to get it into a crystal. So, uh... Anybody ha ha ha! I, I, anybody know any good jokes? Here. Ha ha ha! Yeah, I don't think that's going to convince anybody. Merely. I get up behind Looney and tickle him. Hey! I try... I actually, like, swing at whoever is tickling me. Different whispers and different laughs. And you ever so slightly hear. (laughs) What was that? Sounded like a laughter. Yeah, I don't think that was the funny kind of uh, 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 laughter. It did not say funny laughter, it said laughter. Everybody go ahead and make me observation checks, please. <clears throat> to listen closer. Okay, I got pretty decent. Uh, Miri? 7 out of 12. Lunaris? Uh, 11 out of 12. Terrily? 8 out of 12. Terran? 6 out of 12. Okay, so all of you hear this, but it traumatizes you as you you all hear. <laughs> Who's laughing? Because he's not me. A few seconds go by, and you hear. <laughs> you, you see Tyranny just go like this. Show yourself uh, or leave. I kind of hold my trident and like it to. Yeah, I'm gonna grab I'm my sword out. What I assume oh, yeah. is a defensive posture because I really actually don't know how to wield one of these things. Uh, I go and hold my sister. Okay, you guys have no idea it's coming from all over the place. <clears throat> okay. Um, when you see it, stay behind me. Maybe we should grab the crystal and get out of here. I'm going to look for a crystal. There's crystals all around you. Alright, I'm going to take uh, one. Okay. As careful as I can. For, I'm going to look for one that is actually emanating laugh. Okay. Um, there really aren't. They kind of echo the laugh. So it's... I would say you guys can kind of I'll say with most of your rolls, except for yours, you can start to pinpoint that the laugh is coming from the flower and bouncing off the flower into the crystals, which is what's making it sound all over the place. Okay, the okay. laugh is coming from the flower? <laughs> Bag it up and shut it up. But and it has to be stored very, in one of the... And he's in a very serious tone. <laughs> It has to be in one of the crystals. We have to pick one of the crystals that it is uh, bouncing from somehow. Bagging up was just a uh, a phrase. Put it in the crystal. Silence it. I'll try it. 
god instruments. Alright, that's untrained. And I got a 6 out of 12. I'll put it somewhere safe. Hold uh, right. I I kind of want to know where the where the 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 left came from. You don't. Let's go. I yeah. I go. Yeah. Telling I go you, this place was tyranny. a hellscape. I go up to tyranny. Are you okay? Do you need a hug? She's already getting what? Alright, uh, Mirny, let's, uh, let's get back to the bank and uh, let's uh, get out of here. Let's get out of here. Why are you calling me Mirny? It's Miri. Miri, sorry, I'm nervous. Leave, please, I'm sorry. Okay, follow me. Be careful. Leave left it alone. Okay. Now, start leading back to the, uh, the bank. Okay, you make it back to the bank with your required items. I wait in line. Okay. Um, line goes through, and you see various people handing stuff in, being led to various chambers, um, and you walk up to the next soul teller. Hello? Yes, we are here for a little... I have a gnome in my bag. And I have proper payment this time. Ah, please present the payments. I'm going to reach in my, my pocket and pull them all out. They begin examining the items. Tears of a starflower. disappear, and then reappear in front next to you guys. Follow them. Okay. And they're floating. They have no legs. They just float. Stay close, little ones. And they're, they're not huge. They're, they're like pretty, they're smaller than a gnome. And they they begin to float through. This is the strangest. Do do we do we need her her body out? No, not until you're with the orb, I suggest. Okay. Your, okay. Your withdrawal is not complete. Okay. Okay. As you go into a special chamber, in this chamber, there's a luminescent pool surrounded by ethereal plants. The Teller gives you everything and tells you to carefully place each item into the pool. Okay. And I, I carefully do so. Okay. 
As you do, the essence from the items melds with the pool, creating a radiant glow. The pool shimmers, and a portal to a different plane materializes. The teller gestures towards the portal. Okay, thank you. Another one. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Let's go. Go through the portal. Okay. Um... <laughs> Before you go in, a word of caution. There might be guardians. What? And they disappear. Uh, okay. Guardians. Great. Okay. Uh, if we have to do combat, melee, stay near me, ranged behind me. Why are we doing combat? Aren't we just making a withdrawal? Because there are guardians and this place was hellscape last time I was here. This this bit makes no uh, sense to me. Okay. That's okay. probably just, the point. Let's just go and get her soul back. Okay? Okay. Alright, stay close and I, I'll walk first. Okay. As you step through the portal you find yourself in a surreal space. The air is infused with calming energy and the surroundings resemble a celestial dreamscape. The pathway ahead leads to a colossal vault, its door adorned with intricate patterns of swirling lights. Okay. Alright, I'll lead on. Look for uh, the right soul, I suppose. Approaching the door, it begins to open with a melodic hum. Beyond you, beyond you glimpse a vast chamber filled with radiant orbs, each containing a soul. The teller then reappears. Your friend's soul is in a unique orb. There. And it points to this orb hovering. Um, it's glowing with an unusual intensity. However, before you can retrieve it, you sense a disturbance. Shadows coalesce, forming ethereal guardians tasked with protecting the souls. And the guide says, Oh, it's time for me to go. Wait, wait! And they disappear. And with that... For the first time this campaign. Oh boy. I need everybody to roll initiative. Oh boy. Alright. This could hurt. Side. That in the middle. 
these creatures right in front of it. Hopefully this one stands. It's been a pain. See if it wants to stand. It may fall. Let me see it. Let me see it. Kind of. Okay. So. Alright. So. Um, we can see where everyone is. Give me one second. Let me... One isn't standing because it wants to be stupid, but that's okay. Alright, so. Um, and then. Alright. <clears throat> Twelve. Eleven. Ethereal Garden. Uh, ten. I got ten. I'll ten. Give me your rollies. D12, squeeze. <coughs> uh, I got twelve. Okay. Seven. Six. Rhaenyros, then Terence, then Tyranny. Nine. Me. Okay, Miri. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Hi. Wow. Wow. Way to start off the first combat. <laughs> At least okay. she's present in the first combat. Technically, Dottie's not. Alright, so. <clears throat> Alright, I think we are good to go. Um, Alright, so. Bear with me one second. All right. 
So, welcome to our new combat cam. Um, we'll be going through some changes, but this is what we have so far. Um, Alright, so first up is Guardian 1, which is the one that's standing right there. Um, <clears throat> it is going to... It is going to... Let's see... It's going to go up to uh, Miri, and okay. it is going to make a multi-attack, so it's going to hit you with uh, two ghostly touches. Okay. First one is a 10 out of 10. Ooh. Oof. So you take two points of armor. Reminder, All right. Reminder that once you get some half armor, let me know and you will need to start making checks. All right. Not quite at half yet. So it, this Celestial Guardian, this ethereal movement moves up to you and swipes right at your chest. And you feel this cold essence moving through your chest as Suck. it goes again and it misses with a 4 out of 10 so it swings right. again with the other hand and you duck underneath as you pull your blade out getting ready um, it is done because it used an action to move and they only get two actions um, as a reminder to our combat and for those that are new um, you get four actions, which include your movement. Uh, other than that, they can be used for anything. Um, you can also use them to rush and get more movement, things like that. So, um, I have a reaction. Okay. Reverb or pause? Uh, it says when injured, the echo blade can immediately retaliate with a counterattack to send a powerful sound wave. This not only damages the attacker, but also, but might also push them back, making them vulnerable. Okay. Uh, yep. Go ahead and roll to see if you hit. Okay. Let me see. And that would just be my one-handed, right? Correct. Okay. I don't. Three out of eight. So you go to as you pull the blade out, you go to <clears throat> swing the blade in and create an echo but you can't quite get it to resonate the right way and it just kind of dissipates. Um, this is the first time you've really truly been in combat. You, you've you done a lot of training, but you've never really faced anything that could kill you. Yeah. Um, all right, and last time you were here, you didn't have to do this. Mm-hmm. So, all right, Lunaris is up with Terran on deck and Tyranny in the hole. Well, um, I guess I'm just going to ready my trident, and I'm going to go up to Guardian 1, Okay. and I'm just going to kind of go, and just kind of try and stab it. Okay. First first attack. That's going to, you'll go up to here. What's your movement speed? Uh, 10. You can actually quite get there. Okay. Uh, you still have uh, another 5 feet. Okay, so, so you I, can take, you can rush, 
which will use another one of your actions to move up, and you can get there, um, which will leave you two actions. If you don't take a breath, however, you will do your next attack at disadvantage. Uh, I'll just do regular. I'll rush up to it, so I'll take the two actions. Okay. So you'll move here, and then so go ahead and attack at disadvantage. At disadvantage. Disadvantage, because you are out of breath. Uh, seven out of twelve. Okay, that hits. That takes a point of armor. So you you rush up and you stab into this thing, and somehow you catch, even though it's an ethereal being, you kind of catch a bit of it, and you see it kind of like uh, wilt a little bit before it get regathers itself. Last action, I want to stab it again. Okay. Still at disadvantage. Four out of twelve. Misses. As you go to stab through, it goes corporeal, and you go right through it, and then you pull back, and it reforms itself. I'm, I'm petrified. I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> All right. That ends your turn. Tarrant, you're up. Uh, Tyranny, you are on deck. Mira, you're in the hole. I'm going to reach back, slightly remembering, and try to figure out remember how to do this and see if I can pull out the chain. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that's considered a free action. Um, you can go ahead and just pull them out. All right. The chains come out. Uh, I'm going to move up to it. Well, yeah. Okay. Move him. Yep. So what's your movement speed? 15. Yeah, you can you can get right up to it. And so I'm gonna start one action to move up to it. You have three left. And take a now is it one chain or two chain? It's two chains, but it's one per action. Okay, so I'm gonna first swing with the left, well the right. Okay, that's uh, and that's you can well you okay, can choose physical or one handed. It's up to you. Yeah, I'm doing physical. That's a 4 out of 10. 4 out of 10 misses. As you go to swing, these chains just hit right through it and hit the ground. You see some sparks of it. No idea what I'm doing. So this matches, and I'm going to try to go for the other one. Okay. Oh, that's going to hurt. That's a 1 out of 10. Okay. Sorry, Looney. <laughs> As you swing, you hit Miri with a chain. <laughs> Miri, you take a point of armor. Okay, now I'm at half. Okay. I'm gonna swing down on the right one. Again. Okay. The new pan. <laughs> Nine out of ten. Okay, that one hits, takes the point of armor as you swing the last one. And as you do, the chains then turn to black. And they wrap around this creature of white as your shadow chains wrap around it. And you see it begin to shriek in pain. And you let go. 
Uh, Alright, that ends your turn. Tierney, you're up. Miri on deck with the other guardian in the hole. Okay. Uh, seeing what my brother did, I'm gonna act, get my sword out. Okay. Dagger. Dagger, dagger, and I'm going to attack the first one. Okay. Now you can choose on your first attack to do it as a ranged attack. So you can shoot it out and then pull it back to you. I'll do that. So it would be one attack to do it ranged, another another action to pull it back to you, and you can keep throwing this thing, and it comes back to you. That's part of your thing. I'll do that then. Okay. So, so that would be archery? Uh, yeah, because it's technically a range. Okay. Uh, 10 out of 12. That takes a point of armor. So I only oh. have two attacks, right? Because I'm an action to pull it back? Correct. So as you... The, it, the tattoo disappears and a blade literally comes out of your skin and... Hits the thing, and you reach out and pull it back to you. Okay. You know what? I'm going to move up after that. Okay. What's your movement? 15. Okay. And then I'm going to hit it. So that's what? So I've got two. One more. more? Because movement's an action. Five out of twelve. Five out of twelve misses. You probably should have stuck with the range. Actually, wait. It's, it's either physical or one-handed. Your choice. Okay, so I'm going to do physical. Okay. I'll allow it this time. Yeah. Still don't hit. Okay. So you move up and get uh, right next to Miri and you go to stab and it just goes right through the thing as it goes corporeal and then reforms itself. And you guys are fucking terrified. You've, you've never yep. done this before. Mir's the only one with any sort of combat training experience. You guys are just going off pure instincts. We, well, I mean, we're like 14-year-old kids trying to fight something. Yeah, you're like 13, 14. Um, and it's different than fighting <laughs> bullies. All right. <laughs> Miri, you're up with the Guardian 2 on deck and Tara Lee in the hole. All right. Um, so with my spectral strike, um, because there is somebody right in front of me, right? The guardian? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it says instantly summon an after image of a previous strike to hit a secondary target. Does that have to be like right on me as well? Or is, can that be the guy that's like out there? No, it can be the one out there. They just okay. So I'm going to, okay. So I'll do, I'll do a couple spectral strikes. Welcome to Um, Oh, hang on. I grabbed the wrong thing. This is one. No, that's physical, which is the same thing. It's master. Six out of eight. That hits. Takes a point of armor. Okay. Uh, Do I have to roll for both, or if one hits, both hit? Nope, you have to roll for both. Okay, so for the other one... (gasps) One out of eight? For the echo. Okay. And in, so as you do the first strike, 
the echo, instead of sending straight back to the other one, it bounces off to the left and hits Tarrant. Tarrant, you take Crap. the armor. Just as you all hear this. Coming from these blades of of uh, Mary. All right, no. I'm gonna try that again. Okay. No, another spectral strike. <laughs> eight out of eight for the one that's right in front of me. Nice. Takes two points of armor. Nice. And then for the second strike of that is a seven out of eight. Okay, because that one takes a point of armor from that one. So you really quick with the blade and. Miri, you guys notice Miri never sh- actually physically strikes with the blade. Miri moves in front of the creature and the blade sends out this echo. <laughs> hitting this creature in front and then that bounces off. <laughs> hits the other one. Alright, I'm going to do that one more time and then I have a different thing that I'm doing for my last one. Okay. Seven out of eight for the guardian in front of me. Um, just a question. Is this a base for the... Is this an Echo Blade or is this your subclass? This is just my Echo Blade. So my subclass one is the last thing that I'm doing. Okay. Okay. Just a reminder that you guys aren't there yet, but your subclass you can only do once a day. Okay. All right. Um... Oh, you know what? I might wait on that last one then. I'm just going to keep doing the spectral strikes. Okay. And then it was a four out of eight for the um, Echo. All right, roll damage. For the other Guardian. Uh, so I roll damage one? for that one? For the first one? No, so the that was the follow-up of the... So the first strike and then the secondary one against that second Guardian. Yeah, so you, you did the first one, which was okay. a crit... Then, I, I thought it was a 7 out of 8. No, that was your Echo. Oh. That was the Echo, because you have to roll for each one. Yeah. Yeah, so you rolled your... your The first one you did with this was a regular mm-hmm. hit, and then you had a 1, which is the one that hits Terrence. Then you rolled yeah. again, and you did mm-hmm. a crit... And then a seven out of oh. the echo, so you need to roll. Yeah. Again. Okay. So that one's a six out of eight. Okay, so that one hits. So roll damage for this one for number one. Okay. Three. Three damage. Okay. Yeah. Total. I got okay. a one on the d six. And the next one. Three out of eight. That the echo misses, so and you see bits of light flake off from this echo as another echo goes backwards and hits the other creature. All right, and I think is that all four, or is that only three? You have one more action. Okay, I was going to do the other thing, but I'm going to hold that because it helps our people, and we we're not at that point yet. Um, so. Um, do we do opportunity attacks, or am I good to pass this guy? We do not do opportunity attacks, unless they have okay. a specific trait that does that. Okay. So, I have 20 feet of movement, but I would like to do harmon- harmonic dash. Okay. 
Um, if I have enough movement, I want to get to that second guardian and start getting that one down. So my current one is 20, but the plus 10 would be 30 total. And then um, if I make it there, any enemy that I pass is distracted for a round. Yeah. So um, if you can grab yep, that one, put it right in front. Yeah, I want to be the biggest target on the field right now. That works. So you, um, you see is this echo. You see Miri disappear. And this echo. And then reappear in front of that creature. All right. And that's it. That takes your last action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, and that, that, that guardian that I passed is distracted. Yeah. So... It'll do its next attack at disadvantage. Um, okay. So Guardian 2, which is in front of you, Miri, is going to take a multi-attack. First one is a 10 out of 10. All right. So I need you to go ahead and roll an armor check, please. Okay, my armor is trained. 8 out of 10. Okay, so it succeeds, so you lose 2 points of armor. All right. And then it's going to do its next one. Eight out of ten. So an armor check, please. Okay. Four out of ten. Okay, so it is going to... You're going to lose a point of armor. And then... Okay. It's going to do four points of damage. All right. So the first attack... Claws through you and you feel it almost like grabbing onto your soul as the next one slices you across the face. Cuts a bit of your I, beard off. I worked so hard to make that. Um, I'm out of uh, armor completely. It, it gets to go again because that was a multi-attack. <clears throat> that is a 5 out of 10. So okay. it is going to be oof, six points of damage. All right, starting out strong. Your guy made lost. Guys. I lost ten health in one round. Then nine out of ten. Ooh, okay. That is five points of damage. All right, going Two strong. More. You guys are watching Miri get wrecked as Miri's kind of stumbling a little bit from the attacks. Um, <coughs> you guys are getting really nervous. Um. And you, you see the that little ethereal creature pop up. Also, if you die here, you stay here. And disappears. Um, Alright, Carolyn, you're up with the Guardian on deck and Lunaros in the hole. Okay, um... I'm going. Mm. How close am I to the first? No. Um. Damn it. Um, 
I don't really have anything offensive. Um. I'm right. I have I have my blade slash staff. But first, I'm going to cast Echoes of the Past, which the Chrono Evoker summons a spectral version of themselves for from mere moments ago to aid in their current task. These echoes replicate the last action they took, providing assistance in combat, problem solving, puzzle solving, or other endeavors. The amount of specters are based on your level and conjuration. They have four armor points and half your health. They take their turn directly after you, and they remain until dismissed or destroyed. Yep. So, just so we have it. Um, since I don't have another creature here, let's put this in place of it. Um, and then we're going to put Echo uh, So I need to make a conjuration. Yep, to make sure it actually comes. Uh, that was a 4 out of 10. No. Nope. That's a miss. So it does not. Don't worry, Looney. There is, you don't so have to you, worry about two sets of twins. You try to... You try to summon this but you are fucking terrified and something oh yeah oh yeah and then just disappears i'm gonna try again okay seven out of ten that one happened so you you reach out again with the staff and you see another version of you, but a spectral version appears. Wow. <sighs> okay. Okay. <coughs> and then I'm going to um, Now keep in mind that use... this this echo um, anything that you guys summon only gets two actions including a movement. Um, right. Only players how, how close am I to the First, the the one closest to us. Like ten feet. Okay, so that uses all of my movement. Okay. Um, I'm gonna move up to it, and then I'm gonna take it. <coughs> I'm going to. Yep. As I'm moving, I'm pulling apart my staff and gonna try and hit it. Okay. All right, you have one action. Yep. Yep. Yep, I'm gonna try and hit it. <laughs> Which is a 6 out of 12. That hits. Roll damage, please. Oh, cool. Man, I might have got beat up, but at least I uh, got the armor points. Uh, a, a 6 out of 6. Okay. On damage. damage. Awesome. Okay. So, nice. as you summon this one, you run forward. You slice across and you see bits of the light fade away. Um, now your echo can go. Yep. Uh, it's make going sure, to... Make sure you are uh, keeping track of their armor and health. Yep. Uh, 
Yep. Okay, it's going to run up and with the blade of the staff, try to hit it. Uh, that's a five out of twelve. Okay, so it runs up there and just goes right through it and misses. All right, that ends your turn. It is now yep. that guardian's turn, which is confused, so it is it's distracted, so it will make its attacks against you, Terrily, but its first one is done at disadvantage. So, it's going to make its multi-attack at disadvantage for the first one. It's a 4 out of 12. But then it's a 6 out of 12, so you take a point of armor. Mm-hmm. So, you, it, you duck under the first one, and then the second one kind of hits you with an uppercut. Um, and this is the first time you're really feeling damage. Actually, um, you hear me whimpering. Okay. Next, next multi-attack. Ten out of ten. Oh, fuck. So, two points of armor, please. Yep, and and I'm below half now, just now. Next one. Seven out of ten, so I need you to make an armor check, please. Uh, seven out of twelve. Okay, success. You only lose a point of armor. As this does and two big claws right across your chest. That goes... That, 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 bye-bye armor. <laughs> Alright. Um, that's it. That's all I can do. Uh, Lunaris, you're up. Terrence on deck. Tyranny in the hole. Uh, seeing Terra Lee get hit, I fly. I just my my anger gets over overrides my fear. And I go, ah! and just stab him. Oh, I I don't. I'm right in front of it, so I can just stab it four times, yeah. which is exactly what I'm going to do. Okay. Uh, that is a. That is a nine. Nine out of twelve? Hits. Roll damage. Two damage. Okay. Next one. Uh, eight out of twelve. Hits. Roll damage. One. Okay. God, you suck. Roll damage. <laughs> uh, seven out of twelve. Hits. Roll damage. Uh, four. Okay. And last one. Uh, another seven out of twelve. Hits. Roll damage. Three. Okay. So, you... You're... And then you begin to spin this. And you slice. And then you stab it in the head as it... Dissipates. You're so tough now! Good job, small one! I say as I'm like half your size. I'm like to say I'm like, I'm 5'11! <laughs> yeah, she, she's so small when she means young. Um, 
Alright, that ends your turn. You're yeah, done. that was all my actions. Tarrant, you're up. Tyranny's on deck and you're in the hole. I'm actually going to use Shadow Blend to blend into the shadows and become disap- naked. Not that. Disappear in the naked. 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 Whoa. Hey, hey, hey. Whoa. Whoa. You are under 18. You are under 18. Uh, we do not approve of underage children being naked. Um, Ooh, the naked time. eye. Okay, so you disappear. You all see Terra just vanish. I've probably seen that before. And then how far am I away from the... Uh, About 25 feet. Alright, I'm only going to move the 15. No, I'm going to move up to him. Use... uh, a dash, and then I'm going to hold rush. my last action. Yeah. Okay. And then and I'll then hold you're... my last action. Okay. Um, hold your last action for what? Um, in case it tries to go forward, I want to be ready to try to uh, gra- react and bring it back. Okay. If that's possible. Um, and you would have to have something that would stop its movements. Now, if you want to hold your action to have wait until it moves you can but unless you have something that's going to hold it you can't really hold it back the, the chains wouldn't be able if I try to wrap it around the okay no because that would technically take two actions because you'll have to hit it and then you would have to pull it to hold it okay and you only have one action left and either way your next action is going to be at disadvantage right because you rushed Correct. That's kind of why I don't really want to attack us. He'd be out of breath. He doesn't. He knows he wouldn't want to attack so out of you breath. Can, you can hold, um, but that's that's up to you. I think. I gotta think about this like a. Or you, can, or you can just take the breathe action. Which means that you will steady yourself for your next set of attacks. Right. I forgot about that. That's what he'll do. Okay. So you just go ahead and breathe and inhale. And so you move forward and you are still invisible. You are still in the shadows until you make a move. Once you attack, then you come out of it. All right. So you guys have no idea where he is. Uh, Tierney, you're up. Miri's on deck. Okay, so I want to move, if it's possible, to, like, right here. I know, I, I think I got bumped because What's I was, like, right speed? there. 15. You would have to rush to get there. Okay, what about, like, right here? You can go to there. Yeah. Alright. I'm going to play my blade again. Okay. So that's... I would say because you're an elf and you're taller than Miri, you don't have to try and get around Miri. You can go right over Miri's head. But Miri, you're going to have a blade going right above your head. Okay. That is an 11 out of 12. Okay, hits, takes a point of damage, or point of armor, I mean. Um, so it 
and goes right over Mary's head and sticks in this ethereal being. Okay, I'm going to call it back. Okay, that's another action. And then I'm going to fling it again. Okay. See if you hit. Uh, six out of twelve. Hits, takes a point of armor. It's now stuck in it. I, that was my last action. Yeah, so it's stuck in it. No. Okay. Um, all right. Mira, you're up with the Guardian on deck. T- uh, all right. Mary, you're in the hole. Um, so would I have any kind of health potions here? Uh, yeah, I would say you probably have one for yourself. Okay. I'm going to down that one. Okay. I'm looking so, pretty hurt. Uh, go ahead. Um, you're doing it to yourself, so you don't really need to make a check, but it, yeah, that's just going to take an action. You. Uh, what do so I roll for that? D6. Okay. I get six back. Okay. Which is very, very good. <laughs> okay. Um, and then I'm just going to swing at this guardian for the other ones. Okay. Uh, no fancy tricks or anything. Uh, seven out of eight. Seven out of seven. Seven out of eight hits. Takes a point of armor. Okay. I swear we've had nothing to drink tonight. Six out of eight. I'm having the spicy uh, Kentucky juice. <clears throat> it's point of armor. And last but not least, another six out of eight. Another six out of eight. Yes. Um, and is that just strikes with your blade? Yeah. Nothing, nothing special. I, I don't have. No, nah, not really that I can use right now. Okay. So you finally you see Mary use his blade really quickly, and you almost see reverberations in the air from how quick Mary moves the blade and it strikes yeah. quickly across the chest. And the thing kind of reforms itself again. Um, and then if uh, I'm gonna ready a parry if it does attack me. Okay, as a reaction. Yeah, for my reaction. Now that I got my reaction back. All right. Um. Yeah, I mean it's gonna it's gonna do its first attack against you. Okay, so I'm doing resonance parry after I think. Yeah, it's after. I think you still hit. Yeah. As long as I hit, you can do it. Mm-hmm. The first one's a 3 out of 10, which misses. Okay. Second one is a 5 out of 10, so that one hits. Okay. So remember so, what a resonance parry is. Uh, the Echo Blade can anticipate enemy attacks by feeling the approaching vibrations. When timed right, their parry creates a dissonant sound wave that briefly stuns the attacker. The enemy is stunned for one round. Yep, so it misses the first strike, and you feel the movements as it's getting ready to strike again, and you throw your hands out in a quick motion, and the echo hits the thing, and it just stops. It can't do anything else. It can't do anything until its next attack. Nice. This is my favorite class I created. Um, okay, that's it. Uh, <clears throat> I wanted to show it off because I agree. You're up. I get a lot. Uh, um, I, I'm gonna have to do my rush, which would because my my movement speed is ten, and then I'm gonna rush to make it fifteen. 
Um, yeah, so... Because I'm... 5, 10, 15, 20. Right there, yeah. Uh, I'm not within striking distance, am I? Not physical strikes, no. Yeah. I don't have... Wait, am, am I right on top of uh, Mirny, though? Or Mirny? Mirny, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, okay, this actually works. I am going to um, take that breath action to... Okay. Um, so, yep, that's three, so now you have one, one left. Right, and I'm going to do temporal touch on Mirny, uh, which, by making physical contact with an object or being, the Chrono Evoker can restore it to a state to a state it was a few moments ago, effectively healing recent damage or wounds. However, this doesn't this doesn't affect memories or experiences of sentient beings. Correct. So, so I need I'm going to, to use that to. All right. So roll a restoration check. <laughs> All right. That's trained. Restoration. Please. Ah. That is a 6 out of 10. That succeeds, so I need you to roll a d6 plus 1. 5. Okay, so five, it's 5, five health, health, and then I need you to roll a d6 plus 1 again. Uh, 2. 2 health. 2 armor. 2. two har okay, two armor. so I got oh. 6 health, it 2 armor. It restores everything, so it's going to start to repair the armor a little bit. Okay. So you have six health awesome. and two armor. All right. Perfect. This, this Thank is, you. They're strong if you play them right. Um, all right. So that's it for you. Uh, you still then, have your echo. And then I have then my echo. Um, it's going to do the same thing as I did. Like the exact same thing. Like an okay. echo. So it can move up there, it just can't do anything else. Okay. Because remember, they only have two actions. So you Okay, know, so it can... It, it would do the movement, and then the rush, and then that's it. Yeah, I'm now, pretty good okay. now anyway. Next round, I'll, I'll I can make it do it again, but... <coughs> okay. Okay. Lunaris, you're up. Terrence on deck. Tyranny in the hole. Uh, <clears throat> okay, so... Oops, I'm all the way over there. Yeah. Um... I'm just going to basically try and rush up to this, um, my, my movement speed, and rush. Okay, so what's your movement speed? Uh, Ten. So you can only move 15 feet. 15 feet. Because rush is half of your movement. Alright, so... Can I throw... Would I be able to... 15's there. Okay. Would I be able to clearly throw my trident at it and like hit it? You can try. It's a, it's a, <laughs> like archery. Yeah, it's an archery. It's a ranged attack. Might as well. Well, there's or a actually, thrown actually, weapon. Actually, it'd be a thrown weapon. Oh yeah, thrown. Yeah. Technically, yours would be a thrown weapon, not archery. All right. Uh, do I do regular? Uh, yeah, just keep that in mind for when you do level ups. Uh, regular roll or at disadvantage? Disadvantage because you just rushed. Okay. Uh, yeah, that was a four out of twelve. So you throw it 
It misses. Ting, 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 ting. Hits the other side. Now it's probably about 40 feet away from you. Ah, merd! Uh... You have one action left. That's it. I yell at it. Fuck you! Okay. <laughs> I don't know right. what else to do. All right. Everything I have does not help in this situation. Nothing I have helps. Um, just keep in mind for the next one, if if you use, like, next attack, if you use this, yeah. and you call, like, a bear, you get advantage on the attack. Oh. Because you're using bear strength. So just keep that in mind. You, that beast mimicry is really strong. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so yeah, you can't do anything. Um, all right, Terran, you're up. Tyranny's on deck. You're in the hole. All right. I'm going to attack it, which, since I'm stealth, I get advantage, correct? At least that's why if successful when doing that shadow blend, the next attack is done with advantage. Correct. All right. Seven out of eight. Seven out of eight. Uh, roll damage, please. Three. Three. Okay. And then... And you are now... You guys see uh, Terran reappear as a, as a chain cuts through it. Alright. I'm going to attack again. Okay. And this is normal now. 10 out of 10. Okay, roll damage. Awesome. At, damage is at advantage, so... So that's a d6 plus 1. Are you... Plus... I'm untrained. Untrained, yes, so d6 plus 1. Uh, four, so 5. 5 damage, okay. So, another one. <laughs> Takes a big piece of weight. Goes off. We're going to do it again. 10 out of 10. <laughs> Another Look. 10 out of 10? All right. Go ahead. Yeah. Seven. Oh. Awesome. Okay. Another big one. <laughs> yeah, really good turn. Last one. And then I'm going to do sh- Shadow Blend again. Okay. My last um, action. We'll, we'll see if it, if it works. Um... For that, it would end up being sneak. I should have had you roll the first time. 10 out of 10. Oh Oh my gosh. (laughs) You disappear. Okay. Mm. All right. Tierney, you're up. Miri's on deck. All right. I'm going to call my blade back. And then I'm going to throw it. Okay. 12 out of 12. Okay. Yeah! So that's a D6 plus D6 one. D6 plus one. That is seven. You. <laughs> <laughs> Man. With the power of friendship. Pam killed it! Woo! 
And then just as oh, right. you pull the blade back in. And I have it went back into my arm. Okay. I immediately, like, full older sister mode. Is anybody hurt? Uh, I'm not. Are, are, are you okay? Are you okay? I will be fine. Are you guys hurt? I'm, like, clutching my trident to my I chest. I'm like, did, did we really just... And I'm, like, I'm like rushing over to everybody, like, touching their faces, uh, making sure there's no, like, scratches. I, I, I come out of the shelves right me. behind my sister. Fuck you! What the fuck? <laughs> did, did we just kill those things? Are we in trouble? Oh, man, are we in trouble? No, those things well, are I good. I did learn they're, something, they're at least. They're dead. Who cares? Let's get the the. Who you said this? Who's who's her name? Dotty. 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 We need to get her soul, and we need to be very careful. I don't know how careful I am as a person. I, I I'll oh, get this soul. Okay. I'll we get need this soul. we need most no, most no. careful person. I, I got it. I got it. I go over to the soul. You admitted you were clumsy before. There is an orb. I, I go and grab it. I'm, okay. I'm fine. And do I assume that now is when I need to get the body out? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I get the body out and put her... I got the very lightweight. Whoa. Oh, very wow. careful. I, I'm careful. I'm and careful. So as you open the case, you open the trunk, you reach in thinking about Dottie and pull Dottie's body out and the orb immediately whoa, starts going towards Dottie and the glass shatters as Dottie Dottie wakes up. I go over to Dottie. Dottie, are you okay? Are you okay? What me? How, okay? how am I feeling? You have no idea what happened. Um. I'm like shaking Dottie. Where? Are you okay? Where are we? It's okay. We're in the, we're in the bank. Bank? Yes, we're in the bank. Why? So, Why so the bank? bank? Uh, well, so bank. You, you, you were you you were playing some cards in the, the carnival and uh, you lost your soul. I, I don't know some I, that weird person oh. thing. Cool. Not not cool. Uh. We just killed two things to get your soul back. <laughs> Where? Yeah. Look oh, around and look for they, they went poop. And then Miri, these fucking kids. <laughs> um. Anyways, I, I just um, give Dottie a big hug. Oh, I'm so glad you're okay. You're gonna break my bones. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Um, okay. Can, I, how, how do we leave here? Can we can we go home now? Yes, yes, I yes. Yes, yes, we we go um, this direction. I I think back back to portal. Uh, uh, where's the portal? Okay. I'm gonna start leading them back. I'm assuming it's the same place. Uh, it is. So you go back through the portal. Um, everybody makes their way back, and then um. Instead of having to venture all the way back where you came in, the that ethereal creature, the the soul teller, uh, shows you to the portal room, which will send you back to your world. Okay. Um, yep. And as you move through, you appear back in each of your chambers. Except for you. 
Um, it's at this point. I need you all to clear the table, except for you. Oh gosh. Okay. I will let you guys know when to come back. All right. I'm gonna step away and mute and everything. see a figure up here and it looks like you back to normal and you're back in your chambers. And we can have everybody back. How much trouble did you get in this time? I know you're not allowed to say. Yeah, yeah. And then you, as you do that, you hear a faint scream coming from a centralized chamber 
and that's where we end tonight. I want to thank everyone okay. for watching. Thank you for joining us. Um, and once more, we want to apologize for the hiccups we had um, a few weeks ago. Um, we are implementing new items, and we are having had some technical issues that hopefully have been worked out. Um, but we want to thank you again. Please go check out our Kickstarter and support us there. You can also check out our websites and see everything there. So, with that being said, again, thank you for watching. And please join us next week as we roll the damn dice. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.